Welcome to In the Trenches, the podcast of the Michigan Freedom Fund. Here's your host, Tony Daunt. All right, and uh, welcome back to In the Trenches, a podcast of the Michigan Freedom Fund, a, a special edition for those of you participating in Operation Gridlock in Lansing, uh, holding the governor accountable for uh, some of the heavy-handed actions over the last several days. And I'm happy to have Tori Sachs here with me. Tori is the executive director of Michigan Rising Action, and uh, she's been doing a great job holding the governor accountable. She uh, she had a little bit of a Twitter battle, I think, over the weekend related to this order and the confusion that it had caused. And I figured she'd be, it'd be good of her to kind of walk us through that and what, what she was able to get done. Thanks, Tony, and thanks for having me. You guys are doing uh, great work, too. So um, over the weekend, Friday uh, evening, a friend sent me um, another person's um, Facebook post, and it was five or six pictures um, from this woman who's my age. Um, She's also a mom, and she lives in Ironwood, Michigan. And she went to her Walmart, and she couldn't buy a car seat, and um, the sign on the car seat that, was not allowing her to buy it, said that because of, you know, the state of Michigan's orders, this is one of the products that's not for sale right now in stores. Um, You know, other products that weren't for sale um, were, you know, gardening seeds, gardening supplies, um, home stuff like paint, but, you know, the the liquor aisle was open and the cosmetic aisle was open. Um, So it was just, you know, the toy section, you could buy a Barbie. Um, but you couldn't buy a car seat. And so this particular mom was um, confused and upset and posted on Facebook and posted a call to action. And um, the post really took off. Um, A friend of mine alerted me to it. And I couldn't believe that in Michigan you couldn't buy a car seat. Um, You know, no one's going to go to a store and buy a car seat right now in the middle of a pandemic unless you need one. (laughs) So, So I posted about it on Twitter. And, you know, it, it started to take off, and and that's kind of, I guess, the start of it, how, how we got here. And so, you know, if, I, if my memory serves me, um, you know, you most people would look at that and say, boy, this is kind of absurd, um, that at a minimum there's a lack of clarity on these orders, and in this one in particular from Thursday. Um, but from what I saw, that was not the response you got. It was more of a you know, how dare you, Tory Sachs, point this out. And I think that's what's leading to some of this this angst and this anger from the grassroots that rather than thank people for pointing things out, they're being condemned for doing so. And, um, you know, I think, wouldn't you say rather than than condemning, maybe it's worth thanking and and providing that clarity? Um, It just seems counterintuitive or counterproductive, right? I mean, you'd think, look, we live in, in a society um, that's hopefully still free, where if you see something, you can say something, where if you want to post something that's happening in real time, um, you know, whether you're getting pulled over by a police officer or you can't buy something in a store, you can post that, you can record it, you can document what is happening in real life in this country. And for the governor or her team to attack me, um, and for other people, frankly, who posted that they couldn't buy bug spray and they couldn't buy American flags to attack us 
instead of simply fixing the problem that their executive orders have caused, the confusion, um, I think really speaks to what their focus is right now. And their focus is, is obviously on, you know, perceived political opponents in not doing the right thing for a majority of Michiganders. Yeah, and I'll tell you, you Tony. Know. So, so after that, so after the governor alluded to, um, you know, basically calling me out um, during her press conference the other day, um, she did name people as well. Um, her team did on over the weekend. Uh, there was another news story that posted last night um, that I hadn't been tweeting about that this car seat incident actually happened to another woman as well um, at a different Walmart. Uh, this time it was in the Big Rapids area, I think. And, um, you know, this person tried to buy the, the item, even though she said she couldn't, and um, she was still denied purchasing it. And, again, she was told at the store that she couldn't buy it because of the executive order. The, you know, news outlets around the state are, are starting to write about the fact that there's confusion, that people don't know what's going on. Instead of attacking people who are bringing these problems to light, they they should be clarifying them. And, and frankly, they should be starting to think about, are all these really rules necessary? If you can buy something in one aisle of Walmart, why can't you buy something on the other side of the shelf? You know, is that really keeping us safer? Um, you know, and is it really necessary? And that's, you know, that's one of the things I've been pointing out as I've been inundated with, with calls from the media, uh, you know, seeking seeking comments, seeking clarity on the governor's attacks from from uh, Monday. And, you know, we are we are citizens. We're not subjects. And, uh, you know, I think if the government wants us to take their um, recommendations or their guidelines or in this in these instances, their commands seriously, they, they need our consent. And um, I think the work that you're doing is incredibly vital. And I wish that um, again there was there was more of a focus on providing clarity um, than on providing um, you know, political attacks. And um, I, I, I guess this this issue of um, you know maybe the last part thing I'll ask you would be um, you know we keep hearing this statement from the governor, her team, or others that well you know they just want basically. To, to go back to normal and let people get sick and die. And that's that's so cynical and, and so wrong. Um, you know, how do you push back on that? You know, I, I've got a I've got a lot of things that I would say related to that, but uh, I'll, I'll hand it over to you instead. Look, most people are, are doing the right thing right now, right? Most people are staying home and staying safe if they can. And if they're going to work, they're wearing masks or they're trying to be as safe as they can. People are trying to protect themselves. They're trying to protect their families. I know I am. We actually kept our kids um, home from school a week earlier than Whitmer mandated it because my kids have very severe, um, long pre-existing conditions, and we knew, you know, we, we don't risk it with the regular flu. We're not going to risk it with something that's more dangerous. Um, people are trying to do the right thing. You have to give people, free people, the benefit of the doubt that they're going to do the right thing. Um, you know, providing information so that they can make good choices, so that they can have resources available to them is important. But attacking them, um, you know, attacking the residents of your state for pointing out what is happening is a, is, 
it, it is past democracy. It's past um, allowing freedom of speech. It's really, um, it, you know, it's it's really taking revenge <laughs> on perceived opponents who who maybe don't agree with you on everything. And and surely, you know, I'm vocal about the things I don't agree on. But we were among the first people. Um, you know, our group and, and my group of friends to really point out, to contact our family, to point out on social media that people should be staying home, that social distancing was working, that the, the experts said that. And we're going to continue to do that. And I think all we're asking for is clarity, is for reasonable, logical, science-based, um, you know, rules, I guess. But at the same time, we have to start think about over a million people in Michigan have lost their jobs by mandate of the state of Michigan. We have to be looking at who among them could be doing their job safely uh, to continue to provide for their families. And I think that the future plans of what's going to happen next, all of that, we haven't heard anything about that because she's been too busy, the governor, attacking her, her political opponents instead of saying, here's what we need to do and here's our next steps. Very well said. Um... Uh, you know, I, I think that's right. We should be providing the citizens the benefit of the doubt, um, giving them the tools to make those decisions. And um, we we thank you for joining us, Tori. We uh, we thank you very much for the work you've been doing, pointing out these needs for clarification. Stay strong and uh, keep fighting. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Stay safe. Thank you for joining us in the trenches. To learn more about the Michigan Freedom Fund, please visit our website at www.michiganfreedomfund.com and sign up for our weekly email, The Frontlines of Freedom. In the Trenches is available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and SoundCloud. If you enjoy this podcast, please tell your friends. Thank you for listening.